Welcome back to Fireside Jets with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today, we're discussing Elijah Moore, who is the most polarizing player on this team in terms of sometimes he gets the ball thrown his way, other times he doesn't. Uh, this is a guy who has all the talent in the world, but just needs to maybe speak less, you know, maybe just not throw your team under the bus at, at times. And, you know, after the trade deadline, he's been a little bit quieter. He's been a little bit more conservative with the way he's been speaking about his role, um, which is undefined at this point current time but i will say this elijah moore has the qualities tangible and intangible traits to be not only a leader on this team but just a commander like he can command this offense he can elevate it he can be the focal point doesn't have to be garrett wilson doesn't have to be Brees hall or zach wilson he can be the guy that makes a difference he's an electric he's a spark plug of a player um the problem is Maybe the Jets haven't been utilizing him correctly, and that's what we're going to discuss today with what Robert Sala suggested um, this week, and I think maybe this is a good thing for what they're going to do in the near future with Elijah Moore Ryan. But you know, before we dive into the interesting nature of his game, um, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great, Alex. This has definitely been, you know, in a great Jet season up until this point, one of the you know negative storylines that's obviously taken a lot of the buzz for this football team. And something that Jets fans have kind of been clamoring for for weeks, I think, you know, even in those first five, six games before Elijah's frustrations became known publicly and the trade requests and having the personal day away from the team and stuff like that, you know, his role was very much just being a vertical threat as an ex receiver on the outside. And I think Elijah, you know, you put like his size aside and I do think he can win on the outside and he showed that the final five, six games of 2021, but he's got such a versatile skill set that, it doesn't really make sense to put him in a box. You want to really, you know, use him in multiple ways. And um, I think the only holdup from my viewpoint on it is just that from the slot, Garrett Wilson, I think he's done such a great job. And you see what he can do with, um, you know, understanding zone coverages, what he can do with this crafty footwork against, you know, free releases, obviously working inside, uh, just his intelligence, his feel for space and things like that. But you know, these last two weeks, obviously, these last three weeks, actually, there's been a lot of moving parts without Corey Davis really playing two and a half games. Denzel Mims working his way into the mix. Obviously, Elijah didn't play three weeks ago. And in the last two games, he hasn't even combined for 40 snaps. So there's been a lot, you know, that's really changed. And I think the biggest beneficiary that we've really seen is Mims. And I think he's going to continue to have a role. And that left a big question. What, what was really going to happen with Elijah? And obviously now – the Jets are going to look to put him in the slot with, you know, Garrett Wilson the last two weeks playing as well as he has at the X position. And he's really shown what he can do there. I think it gives the Jets just some comfortability to know that Garrett's going to be fine on the outside and to really work Elijah into, you know, uh, the, this offense a little bit more, you know, really manufacture some touches over the middle, you know, kind of start to build some rapport there between him and Zach and what they had at the end of 2021. So, at this point in time, you know, I think you said it best with more and more, more and more repetition for Elijah working at the new position. I do think it gives the Jets offense a new ceiling and can potentially give them some new wrinkles down the stretch here as they continue to look to win games and, you know, make the playoffs for the first time in forever. I think that getting Elijah going, he, he's undeniably talented. He's got a ton of speed, a ton of quickness as an athlete. And he's a guy with great route running ability, very strong hands. There's a lot that Elijah offers and, you know, I think just using his versatility can definitely give this offense a new, you know, ceiling in terms of its potential. Absolutely. I mean, the potential is absolutely there for him to take on a bigger role here. And with Corey Davis out, the fact that he wasn't even incorporated that much um, last week against Buffalo, he played in 14 snaps um, in terms of pass snaps. I mean, that is 
not good. I mean, he wasn't even targeted. So, you know, you're looking at a player. Actually, he hasn't been targeted in his last three games he's played, um, which definitely suggests the Jets have him in the in the doghouse right now. But I'll tell you what, you know, looking at his slot percentage, right? This is where the Jets are trying to go with Elijah Moore. They're going to move him into the slot a little bit more predominantly. And I think that is a really good move because Garrett Wilson can thrive on the outside. He's a, a really good boundary receiver. He can move out of the slot as well. Corey Davis is your primary boundary guy. Um, you know, Elijah Moore is five foot 10, 178 pounds. He has the perfect build for a slot receiver. And maybe that's what they've been asked. He's been asking them to do. Like, I want to go play more in the slot. I want to, you know, work out of this space. And they haven't like been willing to give him that opportunity. And, and here's, here's a take that, you know, may, may make sense. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on it, but I don't necessarily think that Zach Wilson is a great boundary throwing quarterback. I think he's a lot better throwing on short, like intermediate towards the middle of the field. He doesn't have the best range at this point in time. He throws off. And this is not because he doesn't have range. This is because his fundamentals are sometimes flawed. Sometimes he throws off his back foot. Sometimes he doesn't have the right fundamentals to get the ball out there. I saw him skip a couple balls in the dirt um, against Buffalo. You know, he played a pretty clean game for the most part, but, you know, he didn't miss a thrower here or there. And, you know, he's done that in the past where he's just kind of not, he's, he's short-armed balls to the outside. And I think Elijah Moore has been the, uh, you know, kind of one that has been affected by that the most because they're putting him on the boundary. They're using him as kind of this, like, you know, sometimes a little bubble screen kind of situations. And Zach just literally bounces it off the floor. And that's unacceptable from a quarterback perspective. And Moore's production lacks because of those type of throws, those inability to throw those balls. Um, So moving him more into the slot will allow Zach Wilson to get him the ball a lot more frequently, a lot more efficiently, in my opinion. He's only played the slot at at 27.6% this year, whereas he played 28.3% last year. So pretty similar numbers. Um, Now, obviously, the the yardage totals are are very different. But I'll tell you this. you know what he played in 538 uh, uh rather sorry uh 74 targets last year 538 yards and five touchdowns this year is 27 targets 16 receptions so he's actually on pace for a similar yardage total uh but the touchdowns obviously are, are way down you know he a lot of those happened because he made people miss an open field he was able to maneuver and and make things happen but uh, you know, this is a guy who hasn't dropped a pass yet this season. He dropped two last year, but he's been pretty shorthanded when the ball actually has gone his way. 72% of his snaps are coming out wide on the boundary. Um, this is a guy who is shifty, small, spark plug in the inside. He, he's really meant to be in open space. And when you stick him outside on the boundary and you're just running him on go routes and comeback routes, and you're not allowing him to utilize that speed and nature and route running. They need to be using him on, on more uh, dig routes, drags, They using him on crossers. Um, you know, a lot more shallow crossing concepts like they do with Garrett Wilson. If they just you literally utilize the same exact playbook and route tree that they use with Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore would be getting a lot more targets, would be doing a lot better. They can utilize those two guys in bunch. You could use us in the in the in the slot in the Z. You don't have to put them as X receivers all the time. And I think that you know, Moore is creating separation. That's not the problem here. The problem is Zach Wilson's just moving off of him really, really fast. Um, as a progression, maybe he's not even the first, second, or, th- or maybe he's a third progression at this point. He's not even a first or second. Garrett Wilson seems to be the first uh, progression at all times. Um, I'm curious to see how the slot impacts his game moving forward. You know, what are your thoughts on how this may help him? Uh, whereas on the boundary, he, he was kind of left on an island and Zach just didn't really look his way that often. So there's three points in how I think it could really impact everyone for the better. I think you start with Elijah, as I said earlier. At that exposition, he was just running vertical routes. And, you know, I think even to, to me, it's less of a slot or an outside thing. I just think 
you, what you said, the East and West route concepts for Elijah really haven't been there. Just the quick in routes, the drag routes. And that could be from the outside. It doesn't just have to be from the slot. But then to my second point, I think there's that stat out there where Zach is so much more efficient when he gets the ball out in less than two and a half seconds. You factor that in with the fact that Elijah's playing on the outside, running those go routes, which then really ties into my third point. Garrett Wilson offers you so much more of a catch radius to where now Zach on the outside is going to have, you know, a better advantage in, you know, one-on-one jump ball situations with Garrett's, you know, ability to leap, contort his frame in the air, um, just the, the, you know, arm length, the hand size. Garrett offers more of those traits as a, you know, true jump ball receiver that I think it can really, you know, work to help everyone. And while, like I said, I, I feel like Garrett was doing so many awesome things in the slot. That was why, you know, I was perfectly fine leaving it as is, but you know, at the end of the day, I think Garrett, you know, with his contested catch traits on the outside, just offering more of a complete skill set at that exposition and what he's really done there these last two weeks without Corey Davis with the minimal role for Elijah um, to really make sure that, you know, everyone is getting involved and that you're keeping defenses as off balance as possible. At the end of the day, I can understand, you know, why the Jets will move Elijah into the slot and why it can, you know, potentially give this offense an even higher ceiling here down the stretch. Absolutely. I'm really excited to see what they can do. And and look, if the Jets want to make a playoff appearance and they have the team to do so, they have a great defense, as we saw last weekend. And Sauce is playing at an all-pro level as a rookie. Maximize it. You know what I mean? Elijah Moore is going to be the guy who needs to step up. He is look, Zach Wilson is the guy who must step up. He's the necessity. But Elijah Moore can make this offense go from almost not really good. Like they're they're on the fringe, they're on the fence, they're standing on the fence of like kind of i don't even know like maybe average maybe like they're on the fence of average like sometimes they play below average sometimes they play average him being at the top of his game makes them above average like that is he is the catalyst especially if Corey davis is healthy so you know i really hope they figure out how to use him because he is a phenomenal young player and they are not doing him justice right now and and i'm gonna go i'm gonna stand behind Elijah Moore right now and say that um i think the jets are are messing a little they're 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 not doing what's right by him because he should be getting targets. He should be a big part of this offense. And he, he hasn't been, this was, this dates back to before he even said anything, right? This dates back to, you know, when Joe Flacco was still playing um, to begin the season, when Zach was injured, you know, this is a lot, this should be Elijah Moore's breakout campaign and he's barely getting any targets. Do you know what I mean? Like that's on the jets. That's on Mike LaFleur. I'm blaming those people. I'm not blaming, blaming Elijah Moore because his stats look good. He's getting separation. He gets open. They're just not getting him the ball, um, and they should be scheming him the ball for the record. They should be doing things like those little those little um, drags that Seattle uses for Tyler Lockett. They should literally steal Seattle's playbook for Tyler Lockett and utilize Elijah Moore the same way because he reminds me a lot of Lockett in ways. He finds ways to get downfield. He's super quick, super fast in open space. That's who I compare him to, you know. And I, and I think that he's even got maybe better hands um at this point in time I'm, I'm really excited to see what he can do in the future and if the jets aren't going to use him they might as well freaking trade him in the offseason because he could be the difference maker um over the next couple of weeks as we look toward a postseason run uh, but i'm excited to see your thoughts as well hey guys like drop your comments below in the youtube comment section you know this is definitely an interesting discussion i'm kind of standing on the side of elijah Moore that i think they're doing him wrong and i feel like he should be getting more targets and more opportunities and they're just not giving them to him Uh, But maybe you have a different perspective, and I always appreciate that. As always, make sure to like and subscribe. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode. 